0: This is the Haunted Demon back again with another episode. Today's episode we will be covering Anna Elizabeth Anna Elizabeth Annalise Michelle. He was born on September 21st, 1952 and died on the 1st of July, 1976. She was a German woman who underwent Catholic exorcism rights during the year before her death. She was diagnosed with epileptic psychosis temporal lobe epilepsy and I had a history of psychiatric treatment which was overall not effective. When Michelle was 16, she experienced a seizure and was diagnosed with psychosis caused by temporal lobe epilepsy. Shortly thereafter, she was diagnosed with depression and was treated by a psychiatric hospital. By the time she was 20, she had become intolerant of various religious objects and began to hear voices. Her condition worsened despite medication, and she became suicidal, also displaying or the symptoms for which she took medication as well. After taking psychiatric medications for five years, failed to improve her symptoms, Michelle and her family became convinced she was possessed by a demon. As a result, her family appealed to the Catholic Church for an exorcism. While rejected at first after much hesitation, two priests got permission from the local bishop in 1975. Annalise Michel stopped eating food and died due to malnourishment and dehydration. Michelle's parents and the the two Roman Catholic priests were found guilty of negligent homicide and were sentenced to six months in jail, reduced to three years of probation. As well as a fine, the 2005 film The Exorcism of Emily Rose is based on her story. Born as Anna Elizabeth Michelle on... 21st of September 1952 in Liebling, Bavaria, West Germany, to a Roman Catholic family. Michelle was brought up along with three sisters by her parents Josef and Anna. She was religious and went to Mass twice a week When she was 16, she suffered a severe convulsion and was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy in 1973. Michelle graduated and joined the the University of Würzburg. Her classmates later described her as withdrawn and very religious. Psychiatric treatment in June 1970 Mikhail suffered a third seizure at the psychiatric hospital, where she had been staying. She was prescribed anti-convulsion drugs for the first time, including Dilantin, which did not alleviate the problem. She began describing seeing devil faces at various times of the day. That same month, she was prescribed another drug, Aolept, which is similar to chlorpromazine and is used in the treatment of various psychosis, including schizophrenia, disturbed behaviour and delusions. By 1973, she suffered from depression and began hallucinating while praying and complained about hearing voices, telling her that she was damned and would rot in hell. Michelle's treatment in a psychiatric hospital did not improve her health, and her depression worsened. Long-term treatment did not help either, and she grew increasingly frustrated with the medical intervention. Taking pharmacological drugs for five years, Mikhail became intolerant of Christian sacred places and objects, such as the crucifix. Mikhail went to San Damiano with a family friend who regularly organised Christian pilgrimages. Her escort concluded that she was suffering from demonic possession, because she was unable to walk past a crucifix and refused to drink the water of a Christian holy spring. Annalise told me, and Frau Hain confirmed this, that she was unable to enter the shrine. She approached it with the greatest hesitation, then said that the soil burned like fire and she simply could not stand it. She then walked around the shrine in a wide arc and tried to approach it from the back. She looked at the people who were kneeling in the area surrounding the little garden, and it seemed to her that while praying, they were gnashing their teeth. She got as far as the edge of the little garden. Then she had to turn back. Coming from the front again, she had to avert her glance from the picture of christ in the chapel of the house she made it several times to the garden but could not get past it she also noted that she could no longer look at medals or pictures of saints they sparkled so immensely that she could not stand it farther out Mikhail and her family, as well as her com- community, became convinced and consulted several priests, asking for an exorcism. The priests declined, recommended the, the continuation of medical treatment, and it informed the med- informed the family that exorcisms required the bishop's permission. In the Catholic Church, official approval approval for an exorcism is given when the person strictly meets the set criteria, when they are considered to be suffering from possession and and under demonic control. Intense dislike for religious objects and supernatural powers are some of the first indications. Mikhail worsened physically and displayed aggression, self-injury, drank her, her own urine, and ate insects. In November 1973, Michelle started her treatment with Tegretol, an anti-seizure drug and mood stabilizer. She was prescribed antipsychotic drugs during the course of the religious rites and took them frequently until some time before her death. Despite taking these neuroleptic neuroleptic medications, Mikkel's symptoms worsened and she began to to manifest growling, seeing demons, throwing things. Exorcism Bishop Josef Stangold May 1959 who approved the exorcism, ordering total secrecy, the priest Ernst Alt, whom they met, on seeing her declared that she didn't look like an epileptic and that he did not see her having seizures. Alt believed she was suffering from demonic possession and urged the local bishop to allow an exorcism. In a letter to Alts in 1975, Mikhail wrote, I am nothing. Everything about me is vanity. What should I do? I have to improve. You pray for me. And also once told him, I want to suffer for other people, but this is so cruel. In September of the same year, Bishop Joseph Stangold granted the priest Arnold Wenz Permission to exercise according to the Rituale Romanum of 1614, but ordered total secrecy. Note, when performed the first session on the 24th of September, Michel began talking increasingly about dying to atone for the wayward youth of the day, and the apostate priests of the modern church and she refused to eat towards the end. At this point, her parents stopped consulting doctors on her request, and relied solely on the exorcism rights. (coughs) Exorcism (coughs) Excuse me. Exorcism Sessions, one or two each week, lasting up to four hours, were performed over about ten months, in 1975 and 1976, her death. On the 1st of July, of July 1976, Mikhail died in her home. The autopsy report stated the cause was malnutri- malnutrition and dehydration, due to being in a semi-starvation state for almost a year. While the rites of exorcism were performed, she weighed thirty kilograms, sixty-eight pounds, suffering broken knees due to continuous genu genuflexion- She was unable to move without assistance and was reported to have contracted pneumonia. Prosecution After an investigation, the state prosecutor maintained that Mikkel's death could have been prevented even one week before she died. In 1976, The state charged Mikkel's parents and priests, Ernst and Arnold Wenz, with negligent homicide. During the case, Mikkel's body was exhumed and tapes were played to the court of the exorcisms over the 11 months which led to her death. The parents were defended by Eric Schmidt Legner. Their lawyers were sponsored by the church the state recommended that no involved parties be jailed instead the recommended sentence for the priests was a fine while the prosecution concluded that the parents should be exempt from punishment as they had suffered enough which is a criterion in german penal law the trial the trial started on the thirtieth of march 1978 in the district court and drew intense interest before the court doctors testified that Mikkel was not possessed stating that this was a psychological effect because of her strict religious upbringing and her epilepsy but Dr Richard Roth who was asked for medical help by Alt allegedly told her during the exorcism that there is no injection against the devil. Annalise. schmidt Wagner said that the exorcism was legal and that the German constitution protected citizens in the unrestricted exercise of their religious beliefs. The, the defense play tapes recorded at the exorcism sessions, sometimes featuring what was claimed to be demons arguing. To assert their claim that Mikkel was possessed, both priests said the demons identified themselves as Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Iscariot, Belial, Legion, and Nero. Among others, they further said that she was finally freed because of the exorcism just before her death. The bishop said that he was not aware of her alarming health condition when he approved of the exorcism and did not testify. The accused were found guilty of manslaughter resulting from negligence and were sentenced to six months in jail, which was later suspended, and three years of probation. It was was a far lighter sentence than anticipated, but it was more than requested But it was more than requested by the prosecution, who had asked that the priests only be fined and that the parents be found guilty but not punished. The church approving such an old-fashioned exorcism, right, drew public and media attention. According to John M. Duffy, the case was a misidentification of mental illness. Exhumation and Aftermath Her grave became a place of pilgrimage. After the trial, the parents asked the authorities for permission to exhume the remains of their daughter. The official reason presented by the parents to authorities was that Mikhail had been buried in undue hurry in a cheap coffin. Almost two years after the burial, on 25th of february nineteen seventy eight, her remains were replaced in a new oak coffin lined with tin. (laughs) The official report states that the body bore the signs of consistent deterioration. The accused exorcists were discouraged from seeing the remains of Mikel. Arnold Wenz later stated that he had been prevented from entering the mortuary. Her grave became and remains a pilgrimage site. The number of officially sanctioned exorcisms, exorcisms de- decreased in Germany due to this case. In spite of Pope Pope Benedict's support for wider use of it compared to Pope John Paul II, who in nineteen ninety nine made the rules stricter, involving only rare cases. In this on the sixth of june twenty thirteen, a fire broke out in the house where Annalise Mike Mikkel lived, and although local police said it was a case of arson. Some locals attributed it to the exorcism case. So, what do you guys think? That was a pretty quick. That was a pretty quick um, story um but what do you guys think if you would like to be a part of the haunted demon podcast uh, and so you know with giving suggestions etc then but then please do follow us over on twitter at the haunted demon as well as instagram At the Haunted Demon. (laughs) And for the listeners on Insanity Forever. um, I do have another podcast called The Haunted Demon. Where this will be uploaded to as well. So until the next episode. This is The Haunted Demon signing off. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.